0: My creepy crawlies and welcome back you know we are officially at the beginning of the year and I feel like it's already been a shit show how about how about the rest of you I'm I'm kind of feeling that with that said I'm going to bring in my lovely hostesses first up is Magda
1: hello it's lovely to see everyone again today
0: hello how are you I'm well thank nice. you good good and I'm going to go ahead and bring in Kat as well
2: Hi! Hi, how are you? Me? Ladies. How are y'all? I am Beginning. doing I'm doing great. Good. Yeah, I just want to say the shit show has been continuing this year and <laughs> oh y'all saw God. last week's show. Um, say no more.
0: <laughs> hey, at least the whole rig didn't fall off like the previous show. My computer fell. Off of the table, completely shut down. Our poor Santa Claus was sitting there going, What just happened?
1: Um, in case you
0: notice, we do have a queen missing this evening, mm-hmm. and Lauren is not able to be with us, but we will have a fun show nonetheless. And I am sure she will be watching and chatting long. But okay, so horror news. We've had a lot of stuff going on this week. And um, first of all, I don't think I can let this week get by and not pay our respects and our condolences to the family of Meatloaf. Um, mm. So yep. cheers and... Cheers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many of you grew up on Meatloaf, but I mean, he was a staple, staple from high school on. Um, he was constantly in my musical rotation, and mm-hmm. then his acting chops were just incredible. I never dreamed that he would be as prolific as an actor as he was.
3: I have to say that my first example of anything with Meatloaf was actually the Rocky Horror Picture show. Yes, I did the Shadow Cast when I was uh, a teenager. Of course, I was magenta, obviously. obviously. That makes
0: sense. That makes sense. Well, you know. As you do. As you do.
2: I think I remember him from music in the 90s. Um, and there was that song. Oh God, what was it? It was played all the time. And it was like, but I won't do that. And we were all like, what the hell is he talking about? Like, won't do what? <laughs> what,
0: so. what is the one thing you won't do? I would do so, anything. That one. Love, that's the one. But yes, I won't yes. do. What is your one thing, well, Meatloaf? What was what your was, one thing?
2: It is like a mystery that has never been solved. And mm-hmm. we don't know what that
0: is referring to. <laughs> true true now also i don't know if any of you guys are dexter fans all of the dexter fans got really excited this year because first blood and we were thinking that we're going to get the ending to the dexter series that we deserve (laughs) i'm so
2: sad followed it i don't think I, i have not seen dexter in years so
3: i've lost track of all that I've only okay. seen the first episode of the new series. I haven't seen the entire oh. thing yet. I'm not going to. Sh- I'm not going to. Do- not going to spoil it. Spoiler alerting it for everybody. But I don't know. I mean, the ending for no, the for the first series was bad enough. So <laughs> I don't know. It, yes. can it get worse. If it gets worse, I don't know. I might be too depressed to watch the entire thing. I don't know. how I Don't I feel. The
0: look at
3: <laughs> your face. Sorry. i don't know how i feel about well, <laughs> this
0: i mean it's like you have okay so you have the god-awful ending that was the first series and then you have the second pickup i mean basically it went through years and so bas- they decided they, they were going to give dexter the send-off it deserved and wow they did send it off i'm not going to say anymore fans were depressed fans were sad um yeah we're just gonna leave it at that (laughs) is that giving away too much no i don't think
2: so i don't think you've said what's happened so you're okay
0: okay and then of course the next big thing that we are chomping at the bit to see at our house is scream five this Mm -hmm. is the series this is the season i guess to come back around and remake and re And and reflesh out some horror movies and some um, horror shows and stuff like that, and and get those finalized. And so, yes, um, Scream Five was just just released, and we are very anxious to see it. And um, who
2: wrote that one? Who's who's? Um, let me look. Because wasn't it originally like a Wes Craven? You know, I thought it was. Um. So somebody else has taken it and ran with it. That's what I thought, but I could be totally off. I don't know. If you know the answer, you can chime in below. And
0: James Vanderbilt. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, flesh blood, always good. We like new blood. We like flesh blood. We like fresh blood. However, I have also seen, and I don't know if this is meant to be a meme, but it's I have also seen... I still know what you did. Talking about possibly rehashing the idea what you did last summer series and kind of bringing it up to date. And although I know that was a TV series on MTV at one point, or was it on MTV? But so I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. All right. Without further ado, let's bring in Sawyer Saint Sin. If I can make my computer work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Where's she at? There she is. Hello, lovely. Hello,
4: hello, ladies.
0: Hello, how are you doing?
4: I am wonderful. I feel like so weird being on the like this side now since I'm usually just like typing like, "Hey, oh my god, I love you guys." So it's weird to <laughs> be on camera now.
0: Oh, sure, sure. So we were, we are supposed to be joined by another this evening. And um, I, I, I take it that he hasn't made it in as of yet, but we'll just plug along without him. And when he decides to join us, he can, he's more than welcome to jump in. Um, Hey, uh, quick thing, Magda, I just realized that we completely bypassed the musing last week for, or the last <laughs> time for the um. The Female of the Species. Mm -hmm. And if it would be okay, I would love to play that now. Do we have a moment? Of course. Okay, are you okay with that, Sawyer? Yeah. Okay, perfect, perfect. Give me just a minute.
1: The Female of the Species by Roger Kipling. When the Himalayan peasant meets the he-bear in his pride, he shouts to scare the monster who will often turn aside but the she bear thus accosted runs the peasant tooth and nail, for the female of the species is more deadly than the male. When Nag the basking cobra hears the careless foot of man, he will sometimes wriggle sideways and avoid it if he can, but his mate makes no such motion where she camps beside the trail, for the female of the species is more deadly than the male. When the early Jesuit fathers preached to Hurons and Choctaws they pray to be delivered from the vengeance of the squaws. T'was the women, not the warriors, turned these stark enthusiasts pale, for the female of the species is more deadly than the male. She is ready to convictions. In default of grosser ties, her contentions are her children. Heaven help him who denies. He will meet no suave discussion, but the instant white-hot wild, wakened female of the species, warring for spouse and child. Unprovoked, and awful charges. Even so, the she-bear fights. Speech that drips, corrodes, and poisons. Even so, the cobra bites. Scientific vivisection of one nerve till it is raw, and the victim writhes in anguish, like the Jesuit with the squall. So it comes that man, the coward, when he gathers to confer with his fellow braves in council dare not leave a place for her where at war with life and conscience he uplifts his erring hands to some god of abstract justice which no woman understands and man knows it knows moreover that the women that god gave him must command but not govern shall enthrall but not enslave him and she knows because she warns him and her instincts never fail that the female of the species is more deadly than the male.
0: Woo! <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, our, our show. Poem. I'm sorry. It's a it's good, good poem. It is a great poem. Um, it's interesting when I saw that. Um, I knew it was a poem, but of course the first thing that went through my head was the um Song from the um, is it called uh, the band was named space from like the nineteen late 70s early 80s and of course the entire time I'm like sitting there the female of the is deadlier <laughs> than the male so yes that was totally me totally me
2: I kept S- seeing the image of the black widow and how many times I've gone near the water hose or down in the <laughs> Where you check your water meter, you know, like shut the water off at the street, and you have to reach your mm-hmm. hand in there to open it.
0: And how many times you see one down in there? <laughs> so. really? I'm not gonna put my hand down there. But you know, funny uh, enough, the creature okay. that we find the most gentle, being the praying mantis, is the most deadly female species mm-hmm. of what? all. I mean, yeah, their
2: knees.
0: I never beautiful. thought. They're beautiful creatures, but they like to rip off their mates' heads while having sex and eat it.
4: <laughs> well, very, very deadly,
0: don't we all? Um, so just kind of while we're getting warmed up, just so you know, you can interact with us at ice cream um, at ice cream queens. If you're on YouTube or Facebook, you can leave us a comment. You can chat with us. Um, also. If you have a chance and you haven't looked at our YouTube page already, you can do that. This is kind of where we house all of our things like uh, Magda's musings and anything additional like cooking videos that we do. So in addition to the show, you can actually see some of that. And I wanted to take a moment because we do have some comments already. So let's see what's what's going on. So Rachel says, I love this. Tabitha says, Ooh, <laughs> that's got to be for Magda. <laughs> I really feel that that is. Mr. Yeah, Fish is. says, oh. wow, what a reading! Great poem. That, that is a high compliment from him. We love Mr. Fish. We do. We do love Mr. Fish. And good old Eli, people already have Black Widow as pets. <laughs> Not saying no, that we don't. No, thank you. <clears throat> I don't want that in my house. <laughs> no not on purpose anyway
1: no, no. I feel
4: like so, that's just asking for trouble
0: so Sawyer take a moment and tell us a little bit about yourself tell us uh, you know let's let's hear the elevator pitch you have got five minutes to tell us about who you are and how you came to be what you are today
4: uh well so I mean uh, probably like uh, like everybody I started watching horror movies when I was like five with um, Nightmare on Elm Street. We actually lived on Elm Street when my mom <laughs> let me watch it. That was um, that was terrifying. Um, but I um, also do, um, along with doing Horror Host, I do burlesque and cosplay and a lot of that is tied in really closely with um, my horror show now. I started it about a year ago, mainly because I was missing being live on stage and performing in front of people. Um, so I needed another outlet to get out there and have my creative brain released into some fashion. Um, and so every so often I pair burlesque acts, um, to whatever movie I'm watching that week, whatever floats my boat, um, or is suggested by my husband for us to watch. And, um, I just, I like to tie everything together into a neat little package and just be like, here, world.
0: (laughs) Here, watch us.
4: (laughs) I'm having trouble with this headphone.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's okay.
2: You're having a week like I had last week with
0: that. I always have technical difficulties on this I
4: have such tiny ears that like every single (laughs) headphone just like does not, like any earbuds don't want to stay in my tiny little ear holes.
0: So obviously a few of us know that your your name is not Sawyer, Saint Sin, and we're not yes. gonna give away your real name. So yes. how did your character come into creation? What was the inspiration and how has it originated since your the first version? Um, I
4: mean, so evolved? I I played with a lot of different um kind of like last names um before I came upon Saint Sin. Um, to be honest, I really don't know how I really nailed that one down because um, I'm very indecisive. <laughs> um, but Sawyer comes from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The family's like family name is Sawyer. Um, and that's always been one of my standout films for me. Um, I kind of have a soft spot in my heart for Leatherface because the family treats him so terrible and so horrible. And I feel like if he just had some love that maybe he wouldn't be a complete and utter maniac and kill people and wear their faces. Wait. Um, wait a minute. But like- wait a minute. Are you? I'm just Are saying, that saying- that I'm sympathetic to him and his Are call. you
0: saying if Leatherhead was just loved a little more that he might not be a serial killer?
4: Maybe. I don't okay. know. I mean, okay. it's that whole thing of like nurture versus nature. I mean, everyone else is kind of like psycho in his family, but if he was just placed into a different area, maybe things would have turned out different. Maybe he would be mat- <laughs> marrying material after all. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> See, oh, these are the j- things that keep me awake at night.
0: Uh, oh no we understand a little (laughs) bit more now everybody take a swig we're good (laughs) so what was the first horror movie you ever saw
4: it was nightmare on elm street and followed closely by bram stoker's
0: dracula Uh, oh the one with gary oldman yes 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 great movie so the range of it? Gary
4: Oldman, first off, is ridiculous oh, in itself. <laughs> but then to have him as Dracula, my mm-hmm. heart just melted.
0: Oh, no, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Maybe have Mel Brooks direct his <laughs> Chainsaw Massacre. Love is the only thing that can <laughs> save this poor creature. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Eli. <laughs> is he going to sing *Putting on the Ritz next? <laughs>
3: There must Her, be musical in that. There must be a musical scene. It's it's would say It it's has to be.
4: I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it.
0: <laughs> so, okay. So uh, we've heard what your first horror movie is, and I think we are safe to say we can guess what your favorite is. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I don't
4: know. Is it not Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I mean, it is, it's probably like my second favorite. Um oh, cool. but I um I actually came across a movie that I had never heard of before. Um when we were um when me and my husband started dating, actually. Um it's a hammer film it's a hammer film called Twins of Evil.
3: I love hammer films. And
4: love them. I I watched *Twins of Evil*, and then I went back and fell in love with a bunch of other things that Hammer has done. But yes. *Twins of Evil* and Count Karnstein in that mm. movie is just to die for. <laughs> I absolutely love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Family turns Family people to barbecue. <laughs> people <into>
2: barbecue. Again.
4: <laughs> but sure. <laughs> okay. I <laughs> Oh, i mean God. what else are you gonna do when the slaughterhouse and like you know get shut down you gotta have meat somehow right
3: No, no. <laughs> oh no sorry that that just that that just brought to mind a very bad horrible film from the 80s uh a hotel hail oh, oh that movie the meat comment made me think of that it's like oh no I don't think I saw that one. Oh, it's, it's horrid! It's worth watching yeah. because it's is so it? bad. It is so.
2: I bad. love the bad ones. I have that's mm-hmm. like a special place in my heart. If they're terrible, they're those are the ones oh, I like. It
3: bad. borders on comedy. It's it's so over I like that and over. ridiculous. Yes. That it's it's worth watching. I mean, I'm glad I watched it. It's just horrible, you know.
4: Cat, you would also love the movie that there I there we go. Just See, about Eli says
3: night. it. Eli says it. That's Which the movie. <laughs> That's the
4: line from the movie. uh, Meets meets. It's called the suckling. (laughs) The what? It the The suckling. Suckling. Yes. Is it an old? Is it older? It's nineteen ninety, (laughs) but it. Okay, listen. So we have a. It starts off in a brothel slash like, um, illegal (laughs) abortion clinic. And so oh, right. you can only imagine just how uh, terrible the writing is from there. That's okay. all that I, I have to okay. say. Okay. Yeah, it, it goes,
2: it. So it's, it's got really... a, it starts at rock bottom and it.
4: And, and then by down. the end, by, by sure. the end, you're like, it has everything in it. I don't, what is, what is this thing? And who made this? And. It, like, literally has no stars that you have ever heard of ever before in your life by a director you've never heard of in your life. And you're kind of like, okay, okay, now I can see why.
2: (laughs) But you have to think about it this way, though. But now when you see something like that and you're like, you know, it's not a star who's famous. But in my mind like when I see stuff like that I think of like that's somebody's grandfather like that somebody right. you know like that person is still a person somewhere out in the world and you're like you know grandpa's gonna be like hey y'all want to see a movie I made back in like 19 you know, like, so.
0: no grandpa we don't want to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> not the
2: that kind yeah not the kind of. yeah as long as all your clothes are on grandpa we're good we can watch it <laughs>
0: but yes but you know every Every movie that starts out as somebody's baby as somebody's mm-hmm. brainchild and they don't go into it going hey i'm i don't know there may be a handful that go into it going hey i'm going to create this piece of crap and we're just going to continue <laughs> yeah. to load it up with piles and piles and piles of crap until we have something that steams but most people <laughs> go into a movie into a production thinking this is going to be the next great oh, yeah. movie and it's very I mean, true yeah. Yeah. No.
2: There's yeah. no rhyme or reason to any of that either. You're like you don't know why some turns no. catch on and some brilliant not. pieces of art are never seen. It's like the balance is a tips, right? I think in that aspect, oh, so. No. no for sure. Um, so
0: I do have a question. Has anybody ever been part of a either a horror movie. Have you ever been invited either in character or out of character to be, to be part of a movie, whether it's a full length movie, a short, a horror, a comedy. Have you ever been part of anything? No,
3: I oh, no, be, but I would die. That <laughs> would be a blast, but no, I haven't. No, I would love to. Would Actually, love I to. have a question for Sawyer. What is sure. the worst, absolute worst horror film you've ever seen? Like I your two hours back sort of worst. Oh geez, um,
4: the human centipede. Oh god, I oh. I can't. Oh, I dear. I curse my ex husband for making me watch that because I well, I just want to forget that it ever 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 happened.
3: If ever like, a movie required yeah, I've never heard of it. it. That's it. Uh, yeah, just yet, yes. No.
0: There is enough, there is not enough advising to wash that from Mm-mm. my eyeballs. Mm-mm. That is one of those Mm-mm. you know, there are movies that you watch and the imagery just sticks with you forever and someone just has to mention it. And Human Centipede is one of those movies. Mm. Yeah. Martyrs is another one. Oh gosh. And it's horrible. And then I, I haven't found, watched I that one and I don't uh, think I can. <laughs> it's traumatizing. It is it's traumatizing it is extremely and it doesn't end up exactly where you think it would be it starts Mm -hmm. off as a totally different almost genre and then transitions into a severe body
3: horror torture Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. torture
0: i can't torture porn i have not Mm -hmm. i can't i can't Mm -hmm. do it Like
3: hostile Mm -hmm. and all those sorts of films i just i I don't like the torture porn it just doesn't do anything for me in particular Mm -hmm. it makes me want to turn it off i mean uh just body horror in general and medical horror in general i can't it's just i prefer spooky things i prefer supernatural um i like psychological horror i like something that's going to keep you out you know and make you think about things Uh, yeah i like like that too but gore can be fun it depends upon the gore you know but yeah no if it's just torture porn not my thing Edward is a is prime it- example of famous turds but yeah, no. But followed time, by another, it is such fun, though. You know, anything that's got a Bella Lugosi in it, how can you and Vampira, How can you not love that? I mean, I know. Oh, that's oh my! Delightful.
0: My little saw uh, Plan Nine from Outer Space and thought it was the best thing ever. There's something about a young person watching that movie, and you mm-hmm. just have to preface it, going, you know, this is going to be. This is nothing like what you've seen. There's going to be rubber aliens and there's going to mm-hmm. be weird shots and oh my gosh. No, she there's daylight here works. and then it's nighttime. And it's all- <laughs> I love it
3: when,
0: <laughs> when, when Tor
4: oh, knocks
3: into oh, the sets and yes. makes the walls bounce and such. Oh, that's delightful. Yes. Love it. Tabitha. Yes. Shutter Island. I love that movie I so much. That is a good one. I like that one quite a lot. That's fantastic. Uh, the, okay. Uh, stop. You want me? I'll, somebody yeah read. It.
2: It's like I'll, read it. It. I'll, I'll read screen. it on my screen. I got the fact that there were three of those movies just proves that someone besides me would like Human Centipede. Can't confirm or deny ever watching it. I've never seen <laughs> it Also, all. So I don't know. Those
0: are awful movies. Just, I think no, I had it on like an iPad or something and I scrubbed through it in the entire time I went hoo, 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 and I could not watch the entire movie. So, That's, I just, we need like,
3: to. Mm-mm. We could put Mm-mm. a top 10
2: list after this when we post it of things <laughs> not to watch. And hopefully people will take your advice. Do not watch this one, thing. this one, this one, this one.
0: The things not to watch for you and the things not to watch for me might be two totally different things. That's I don't. True. Yeah, I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a big horror um torture porn type person i can't stand that stuff Mm -hmm. although with that in mind um there was a movie that came out a couple of years ago and i just did a write-up of it on slasher called um let me think let me think let me think let me look let me look let me look (laughs) (laughs) getting Um. in your
2: notes down there Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) oh gosh the notes up there
2: floating across your brain (laughs)
0: This one was based on an island, and a man went to go rescue his sister. And it was—I keep on wanting to say 1922, but that was a different movie. I like slow burn movies. Mm-hmm. I like slow burn, build up a lot of uh, uh, a lot of WTF moments. Um, um, I'm just gonna. Thank you, Eli. <laughs> thanking
3: and thanking. And the name, Sawyer, do you have a particular genre that you like better than others when it comes to horror films?
4: Um, well, I enjoy vampire movies. Um, they're probably up there. But um, psychological vampires and, um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Those, that's the, those are probably, like, my my really, my big tops. And then anything from the um, Phantasm, like, oh, five movies, Phantasm. I... I just love it so much. Because I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Is this his, like, dreams? Is this real? Like, what is this? So I feel like that's, like, it kind of marries the slasher psychological pretty well. And the tall man is the most
0: underrated, mm-hmm. like,
4: film God. villain ever he's so i just love angus in general
0: is the tall man based off
3: of slender man N- no i don't think different? so way I mean, before think, far, yeah. far before actually uh, honestly it, when it comes to phantasm oddly enough that was one of the first horror oh, films that time. i ever saw as a child <laughs> was, a, was a wee lass at the time i don't know what i was getting into when i saw it but i had a friend who uh actually worked in radio and they did radio plays she's an older lady and uh on top of that her son also worked in television and they had uh, video cassettes at the time and he had tons and tons of horror and i used to sneak and watch all of these things uh when they first came out on vhs before they were something that you could get you know in in any video store And of all the things for me to watch first was phantasm. Oh, Christ, I loved it. But it was just horrifying. I'm sure I had nightmares, but I wanted to watch it again and again. And it was that uh, that horrifying sphere with the the knives and things and the tall man was just delightful. It was so archaic in a way and just a perfect, beautiful villain. It was the sort of thing that just made you think because you're never sure exactly what was going on with it it's
4: wonderful i love it i love it i love it and like well i haven't watched five yet my husband is like it's not so like good whatever Uh, but (laughs) i'm like no i mean i'm sure that it's just as perfect as like everything else that they've done
0: so by the way um toy robot visual arts which is the geek gumshoe did comment that the show, that the movie I was referencing was Apostle. If you have not seen this, it is a great movie. It is a true slow burn and it has some very horrific effects especially The Grinder and that was one that kind of, it's one of those movies Mm -hmm. that um, there are scenes in it that stuck with you a little bit longer than they should have and you're just like I uh, I don't want ground beef. No mommy, we're not eating hamburgers.
3: (laughs) Oh, another thought that I had, what about, this applies to all of you ladies, is there a movie, a horror movie that actually, honest to God, scared you, like left you with an impression to the point where you felt uneasy when you were done watching it?
0: In the Mouth of Madness
3: when I was oh, younger. That one just
0: made me feel high. <laughs> Yeah. Have, you ever, you. Like a minute, have you ever felt like looking over your Is that just a me movie? Is that just a me thing where you walk out of a film and you just feel high for like the mm-hmm. next couple of hours? It's mm-hmm. just like, oh, I don't, you know, I felt stoned the entire time.
2: I are you sure somebody wasn't uh, doing
0: something beside you? <laughs> where you I come? was with the geek gum <laughs> shoe. I was as safe <laughs> as they come. <laughs> <laughs> There, there's a handful of movies out there. Somebody put actually, something
2: in your drink.
0: And, no, so. there are a handful of movies out there that leave you that leave me with the sensation of being high. Um, that was one of them. Um, the Doors, the um, the one with Val Kilmer, that left me feeling oh, yeah. high.
3: Um, I think that's supposed cool. to make me Well, I was going
2: to say, there's probably awesome. going to different places it doesn't normally that go. Man took so that's many really
3: drugs that I'm face. sure that you can get a contact high just from watching a movie about the man
0: (laughs) yeah oh yeah absolutely
3: so Uh, so sorry what about you jumped
0: on here and said uh event horizon was horrifying
3: no exactly the movie that came to mind for me was event horizon i don't know why but that movie just set me off it was the sort of thing that just creeped me out to the point i I don't have words for it I, i i don't think i've watched it more than three or four times because it just uh, oh, it's so a Sam Neil with the the eyes gouged out, and the, oh no, no, just no. But sorry, yeah. what about you? Do you have one so, that just kicked you out?
4: The one, okay. So do y'all remember they did the like Master of Horrors like on <laughs> Showtime? So there was one that actually didn't get shown until um, it came out on DVD because they just felt like it was too much for Showtime, and it's called Imprint. It's by Takashi Mike. Yes. And my husband and I watched that. I was pregnant at the time. And so the imagery of like the abortions and like just all of the just baby stuff in it mm-hmm. stuck with me. And I had nightmares upon nightmares like my whole pregnancy about that movie. <laughs>
0: well, you know, honestly, and that could be a timing issue. I remember watching Train Spotting. Mm -hmm. um with while i was pregnant and had an absolute meltdown over the scene with the babies or with the scene Mm -hmm. with the dead baby dancing on the on the ceiling Mm -hmm. i mean had a meltdown i mean absolute so yeah i can understand as a perspective or a new mother looking at that where that would be very very disturbing well, in a couple of weeks ago, I, wa- I rewatched it. And there's also
4: like a scene where they're like having these like wooden toothpick situations and they're like burying it and like under one of the girl's fingernails. And I was like, I can't I can't I can't watch this. And I, I felt like some of the same feelings like all over again of just uh, it's it still sticks with me pretty hard.
0: Okay. So I'm going to share, and you cannot laugh at me at this one because this one (laughs) stuck with me. And I think a lot of it is the nature of the house that I lived in, that I live in. So um, I watched something a while back. It was a documentary about Shadow Man and it was all of these. And it really, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Go ahead. What? No, I saw it. No, go ahead. (laughs) Okay, so um, I remember sitting down and watching this movie, or this documentary, and it was very hokey. There wasn't a whole lot to it. But the situation is, we have a Slender Man, or not Slender Man, a Shadow Man experience with my oldest child. That to this day, the story of what happened has never faltered. And that's a, that's a show to itself. It is a creepy, creepy experience. So... My husband showed me this uh, video and said, hey, you might want to watch this. I think he might have been kidding, but I watched it anyway. And it was very disturbing for someone like me who's had a child who claims to have had an interaction with a shadow man. And um, I, at the time, for some reason, um, I think because of an illness, was sleeping in my sewing room, which... Those of you who have a sewing room, it's not unusual to have heads with like masks on them and wigs on them and hats on them. I had all of it. So every time I'd look up, I would see Slender Man or not Slender Man, but Shadow Man standing in the corner. And I'm like, please don't move please don't move, please don't move, please don't move. I'm like hiding under my bed. Yeah, because you like, would
2: have dress forms and stuff that has a human figure already in place oh, yes. in a room. Do sure. not
0: ever sleep in a sewing room. That is the <laughs> worst <laughs> idea ever. Because every That's where I like to movie, put my guests. Like, y'all really <laughs> this. Here, yeah, okay, I so note to touch the old
4: snake.
2: Don't stay at her house. <laughs> a- I'm just kidding. I don't have a sewing room. I don't sew. I'll like hand stitch something, but I don't. Yeah. Mirror in shadow, man,
3: shadow are man are the worst. Of oh my God. What's mm-hmm. a mirror shadow oh. man? There's a shadow man in the, the mirror? In the mirror, is mirror, is mirror behind you. Man. Like,
2: I guess something you see in the mirror, but you don't see in real life.
3: I'm guessing. So, sort of a. Sort of we a, need some clarity on this. Sort of
0: thing? Lauren, we're going to need to know what a mirror shadow man is. Because... We'll chat about that
3: later and find out exactly what that is.
0: Yeah, you know what? we might need to have a show just on shadow men because mm. i have my daughter has an ex- my oldest child has an experience with shadow man and it's creepy it is it is beyond sure creepy. it would be creepy and, walking into something that's not not there but it is yeah well it's not just walking she had a conversation with it
1: Oh, and no. that was even more
0: <laughs> disturbing yeah that was even more disturbing but we won't fall off on that tangent okay I, you know, <laughs> we need to
2: get to hosting and hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, right. we have a host as a guest Ms. I Sawyer. Know we do. and we I do. don't know anything about your show I don't I've never seen it or we need to know how we can access it and what kind of are you doing like features that type of thing
4: well, so we, at first, it was just kind of like um, whatever whatever I felt like watching that week. Because, I mean, let's be honest, I probably watch a horror movie a night. And then I, like, cleanse my palate with something like Married with Children or, <laughs> like, like yeah. a game show or something. Just so that, like, my head's yeah. not filled with crazy things while I sleep. Um, but um, this month, we've done... Uh, new beginnings or movies featuring babies um, kind of like lump that all together. And uh, for February, we're doing, uh, <laughs> this is my husband's idea and I love it. Uh, we're doing, um, I was made for loving you and it's all different Frankenstein movies. Um, and I think. I'm hearing we're like a kiss a- song in my head right now.
0: <laughs> yes, I, I
2: was made <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: But I'm um, surrounded by KISS fanatics, and when I go to band practice on Tuesday, so I get it. Listen,
4: I I am too. Not only does my husband love them, but he has now turned the children onto it as well. And I'm just like, I mean, they've got a couple of songs, but some of the lyrics are not like very good. (laughs) The music's fine. The lyrics, on the other hand, not so good.
2: I mean Um, they can sing love
4: guy and it's fine. Learn eventually <laughs> or candy, you know. It's um, oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. But so yeah, we're I'm hosting YouTube. a theme,
2: okay? Cool, I love YouTube. We're stop, yeah. Uh, yeah.
4: Somebody please stop <laughs> my nerd like. land, uh, uh Eli,
1: <laughs>
4: ridiculous. But yeah, no, there's a I'm trying to find um, like a lot more um, like women Frankenstein movies because I know there's one that's like Lady Frankenstein. Um, and then, Ham- oh Mary yes, yes, Shelley, well, Frankenstein, yes. and
1: The Bride. Oh, yeah, and then
4: yeah. Hammer has. Saying? Hammer has one in their Frankenstein stuff that's like Frankenstein and the Women or something mm-hmm. of, of that nature. <laughs> so, so I'm like,
3: what is that? <laughs> There's awesome. cartoons. You got
2: Franken Frank and Weenie cartoon.
3: And oh, but like, I love Frank and Weenie. That's
4: precious. I, so I showed my son. My son's five, and I showed him Frank and Weenie, and he absolutely loved it. He's like yeah. totally in love with it. My wee like, one's oh, absolute sweet.
3: favorite one has got to be Vincent Malloy. If you can find that, it's so precious It's adorable. You need to find Vincent Malloy. It's Vincent so Malloy. Vincent I gotta Malloy. I that. It's precious. It's a a poem by Tim Burton that is narrated by Vincent Price. It's <gasps> precious. Well, I mean Vincent Price is amazing. And it's
4: my son hand. my son knows who Vincent Price is from us watching Scooby-Doo over and over and over
3: (laughs) again. Lauren says the Frankenstein storyline of Penny Dreadfield is so good. So good. No, she is thousand percent right. It is lovely. It's amazing. It's very, it's much closer to um, the actual book. If you've read Mary Shelley's Mm -hmm. Frankenstein, the actual book is so different from most of the movies that they make because it's more psychological. It's more, it's a, it's an awakening. It's a coming to life and discovering what the world is like, and it's so sad and just, oh, it's heartrending. So I, I love mm. all of the Penny Dreadful. There's a brilliant series. I was so cross when they stopped it. I thought this is perfect. They should keep going with it. But then again, I watch, just about anything with. Uh, I don't know anything. how kid friendly I'd say that one is though. <laughs> no, no. No. Oh, 90% no.
4: of the stuff that I watch, I can't wait. I have to wait until the child goes to sleep.
3: So. I know exactly how it is. I have two wee ones, and we've got so many things that I'll watch. Uh, my son discovered recently that I was a, a gamer, that I love gaming. He said, Oh, that's wonderful. I want to see a game, Mom. No. No. <laughs> no. no.
4: Not the games
3: that your mom plays. Not for you, little wee lad. No. <laughs> not quite actually yet. you were
0: talking about vincent price and vincent price actually even Edward sister fans was a mm-hmm. wonderful rendition mm-hmm. of absolutely Frankenstein.
3: now that is child friendly in my yeah. opinion it is my 10 year old my daughter, my, my, my my, my daughter lily and she loves it it's one of her favorites of all time
4: i think that's gonna be a next one um we've uh we introduced him to gremlins and so he is loves that. It's a fun
3: one. He I, loves I recently it. went it. back and watched Gremlins and didn't realize just how intense that movie was because I remember watching it as a child. Yeah. So yeah. I went back and watched it as an adult and I thought oh god. Uh, but yeah. children we, love it.
4: We were like oh I don't know like he's probably going to want us to like turn this off so we introduced yeah. him to it by like the second one because you know the second one is a lot more like Fizzy. yeah like it's, it's so fun and like tongue-in-cheek and stuff and then I was like okay well we'll try the first one and he it's fine he's he's like mom that's whatever I love it and I was
0: like oh, okay well the first one was actually I mean it was very tongue-in-cheek but it was also very I mean if you think about the whole concept of daddy crawling down the chimney and being stuck in the chimney I mean it was horrible but it was extremely tongue-in-cheek as well in the man, fact that she, she was, she had totally... a lot of issues. Oh my <laughs> gosh, did she have issues? Because
4: even in the second one, she was like Abraham Lincoln or something about President's Day. And I was like, Are you kidding me? Like,
0: what kind of childhood did you have? Do you need a therapist? I'm like, I'm not good with Christmas or Halloween or Valentine's Day or President's like every Day. Every holiday,
4: every holiday, there's some kind of issue. Like, Come on, man. Jeez. <laughs> get your head checked out or something man There's some names. a lot to work through you have a lot to work through
0: <laughs> gremlins oh, is a, a gateway good. for a film you know what gremlins is a good starting point for children it's mm-hmm. a
2: christmas a christmas
0: film oh yeah if you Ooh, have a goodness. child that you think might be a creepy child and you want to get them started on a Something to find out truly if they are a creepy child because some kids are uh, creepy. some act like it's okay, and then some are like, mm, no. Mm. <laughs> my
4: oldest
0: child, she wanted to be a creepy child, but if you showed her something scary, she would hide in a corner. So, no, they're there. Yeah, my youngest child, on the other hand, was a creepy child from the word go. But mm-hmm. you know, honestly, what we did is we just went down the list of anything that was PG 13 and Started there. And there was a lot of really scary movies in that PG thirteen
3: list. For sure. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah,
0: because well, I mean, PG thirteen has changed so much
4: from like the years of like from what it was like back when it first started PG thirteen mm-hmm. to now. And I'm like somebody's crying at us. <laughs>
0: okay. Who <laughs> sent us this who sent us a sad emoji? We're not Aww. sad. <laughs>
2: Yes. I've so, sad emoji. I've gotten. I haven't either. I have a question for you, Sawyer. If um, mm-hmm. you were to describe kind of like your style of hosting, hostessing, who would you say were like your muses to get started?
4: Um. Well, I mean, I have been a big, big, big fan of Vampyra for many, many years, mm-hmm. and um, I've watched so much Elvira as well. So, um, I mean, they're, I mean, they're up there in, um, who I've kind of modeled some of my stuff after. Um, but I'm, so, I mess up on so many things. Like I can't pronounce <laughs> anything at all. Okay. So, you know, yeah, I just yeah. like, I, I'm very self-deprecating. <laughs> I have a lot of self-deprecating like humor. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I just kind of, like have modeled myself off of them and then just add in my own little quirks that I have. (laughs) Gotcha. Well, we think
2: comedy, like I, I truly believe comedy makes the host too. When it comes to horror, I think there has to be kind of that crossover from Mm -hmm. Yeah. comedy into it because i mean come on how serious can people really take themselves especially if you're you know an entertainer i know some people are just very like oh, i'm the best i'm you know but i think it's great when mm-hmm. people have fun and they make it fun it just you know it makes it it humanizes somebody oh, too yeah. because a lot of people put on like the face the facade and all different you know elements to bring in their look but i mean there's under there, there is a person, there is a real, you know, human being. And it's, it's a mm. breath of fresh air. I think for everybody watching to kind of see that, you know, there is a normal breathing,
4: <laughs> messing oh, up yeah.
2: names and, you know, title kind of human being
4: in there. It's just Oh you know, no. Yeah. And the best is like, cause I do like a lot of Italian horror films too. And they've got oh, names that yeah. I'm like, you know what? All right hang on guys it's gonna be a ride to get through <laughs> some of these names so uh just bear with me and we'll get through it that would be okay,
2: fun so for people me. like us who are very southern like hold on a second let me let me get the translator <laughs> and
4: right like they no, they're having here d.l you but butcher like, it first and it? then
2: give it to me yeah okay. that would be a lot of fun
4: that would be a lot of fun well, and no and like we're watching as like i'm watching it i'm going oh mm-mm, nope. <laughs> i hope that's not a main character because i'm not going to be able to pronounce that <laughs> <laughs> as it is <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. a
4: lot of times
0: <laughs> no actually we we get you because in, in all honesty i think a lot of times you see horror host and horror hostess and they are a lot of times the uh comedy entertainment in between because horror can become very um overbearing and be- can heavy. become <laughs> heavy yeah very much so so sometimes having somebody i mean if you even go back and look at elvira and look at uh, vampire they um whereas elvira was obviously very tongue-in-cheek very um vampire was not as extreme but you know she did have her um, comedic moments about her Mm. so well they were
2: different eras too Mm -hmm. right you have to look at that too elvira rose
4: up in the 80s and which we all know was like tongue-in-cheek
0: heaven (laughs) oh yeah yeah you could get away kitschy kitschy heaven oh yes and and when you look at somebody like vampire vampire was in what was she the 1950s 1960s Mm -hmm. I would say 50s yeah Uh, I know she was closely associated and even dated um Elvis Presley so I'm kind of kind of Mm -hmm. putting her in that time frame but um yeah you had to be a little more careful about what you could say and Mm -hmm. what you could do and um, it's
2: and being female too like when you were a female entertainer you know I I'm pretty sure that they'd yank you out of your spot if you stepped out of line too far because you hear of just comedians and stuff they've pulled just you know it it's like the world fell off the map when somebody who spoke out of line or anything like that trying to be funny but if a guy would do it you know you could just shrug it off and next week it'll you know it'll be fine
0: well something that not a lot of people realize is that Elvira or not Elvira Vampira actually had a counterpart at one point that was played by Gloria Paul and her name was Velopshua, and I think she maybe aired like three or four episodes before they call they pulled her from the air saying that she was too sexy and basically <laughs> yeah the idea, of course <laughs> yeah yeah uh, basically the idea was uh, Vampira was supposed to be the horror aspect of it in volatio is supposed to be the um visual probably yeah. yeah um i don't know that even so much that i would say she was issue is visual because both of them had definite visual perks to them um i don't think we've ever seen anybody that has a look quite like Vampira since Vampira, but um yeah. i just think it was very interesting that there was a character and a lot of people don't know that she existed. I mean, she was that short-lived. But she was... um, She was pulled for being... Yes, Lauren, you need to Google her. Google her now. I am so in love with this woman. But, um, you know, she was pulled for basically being too sexy. So, um, I actually have a concept for a show that's not... um, horror related and my character i was a little it kind of kind of leans between somewhere between your traditional elvira type character but it also pulls a lot from volopptua and the little bit we know about her so um now we grew up please do it yes oh oh gosh yeah location 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 that's (laughs) the big thing if i can find the right set We're like 20
2: years behind the times if you live on either of the coasts, but we're all right. We (laughs) think we're.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, we grew up in Memphis, and one of the biggest names in horror host was Savad. We grew up on Savad, we knew who he was. And I'm, yeah, go, go, cat, go. Yes, yes.
2: That was a. Yeah, that was the Memphis – he was our, I guess, premier whore host, but he had a decade-long run from 1962 to 1972. And there's still a few little snippets if you Google him on YouTube where you can see the fabulous intro that he had with the horse-drawn carriage and um, the hearse – it was a horse-drawn hearse, I'm sorry – And it went through and then he pulls the casket out and there's lots of smoke. And I was actually talking to my parents about this earlier today because that was what they watched. Because back when he was a host, there was only three channels in Memphis at the time. Cable TV hadn't come about yet. So but he filmed it in Overton Park, surprisingly, which is kind of cool, you know, because it's still you can kind of still kind of see the backdrop like, yeah, it's. It makes sense. It looks the same and everything there. But um, he wanted to create his name, Savad, as a one-name kind of wonder, like Harry Houdini. So it took him a minute, I guess, to work with it before he flipped his name around backwards from Davis to Savad. So very neat stuff right there. But it's a... um, I don't think there's any video of there's not much video of his show that's left. I think they like recorded over, over it each week where, so it didn't get saved very sadly. And, um, he worked on Highland street and that was WHBQ channel 13. And one of my friends, she's Dave Brown's daughter. She was telling me that, um, they all shared the same TV studio and space where he would have like his little bands called the Highland duo would come in to set up. And I guess as he was leaving, they were always like passing crossing paths in the hallway. So kind of like you see your like weatherman, like very professional walking out and you've got (laughs) Savon and his crew coming in behind him to set up for the fantastic features on Saturday night. And, um, Just kind of watching over some of the stuff. There he is. Yay. Um, Yes. So just watching some of the stuff that he did. um, They took the music from the beginning from a 1950s science fiction film called Destination Moon, which is kind of like a fun fact. But he brought in such a crowd. Like if he would go for a appearance let's say at the Mid-South Fair I know if you live in Memphis like everybody went to the Mid-South oh, Fair yeah. <laughs> so I mean at one point he brought in like 30,000 kids to come to see him I mean that like all in itself you think of that that's like for Memphis that's that's huge I mean that's it's enormous. absolutely it is that's a lot that's a that's a lot of people to show up yeah. to come see him live just to you know see him presenting or sign autographs just for, you know, a public appearance. But um, I think it kind of started where he worked at the Malco cinema downtown, which is now the Orpheum. And um, he was, I don't know if he was like the director or something over marketing. He, he did marketing, I think, um, for the Malco movie theater. And so that's kind of what got him his start. And I think, movie not I'm sorry, not the movie, but the T V studio WHBQ had all these movies because the only way to present movies, I think back in the fifties and sixties, this whole movement of horror hosting was coming about and they needed a vehicle to present it out to people. So they would have all these movies. They were science fiction, they were horror and you know, the mother of all creation is necessity. So hence he created. This character, Savad. So it's kind of a neat little Memphis history. And it was before my time, unfortunately, I've never gotten to, um, you know, I've gotten to just see little snippets of things people have collected here and there. And of course, hearing all the stories from my parents, because they they would watch it every Saturday night. So they, um, there was a about 10 years ago, maybe a little more, there's a Memphis person who I would say he's kind of like a, I would say he's more like a historian and he's kind of does a lot of good works in our city. He's brought like the Johnny Cash statue into fruition and Mike McCarthy.
0: And Mike
2: McCarthy. Yes! yes. Yes. So he put on, because I, I think he worked for Malco along with somebody else put on this Savades of March presentation yes. at the Brooks theater, which is, you know, right there where he filmed the intro for the savage show and my mother drugged me to this she was like i have to go like i you're we're going i was like all right let's do this and it was just so neat seeing all these people because horror crosses all the lines of i mean horror. female male black white you know just religion it it doesn't matter like everybody in all walks of life came together to come see all this and it's just looking around when you're in the theater watching it you're like man this is this is this is Memphis right here man this is this is it and it just I I don't know it was a really kind of a magical thing where they were showing off his makeup kit and they had a lot of his um like I want to say his costume was there, but they had a lot of his artifacts and stuff and they were showing it and they were people, they had panels where people were talking about just things that happened during filmings and things like that. And it was really, really a neat thing. And I, you know, as him putting up statues of people. I think Savad needs to go at least in a Malco or something. There needs to be a Savad statue somewhere in this city. I just, I, I think it, I think it should happen. So that's just
0: me. So some interesting things that you brought up, um, um, bear with me. I'm not even in our, and I'm not even in our chat. Is that bad? Hang on one second. Let me get back to where we are. (laughs) I was like pulling stuff and trying to find some pictures so um mike mccarthy and i have a bit of a history um when he did the johnny cash uh, commemorative statue downtown there was a play that went alongside it and because uh, not a lot of people realize that um johnny cash in the texas was it the texas twosome or texas trio um, their original performance was at the uh church was it in, Galloway church yeah in Galloway church yes mm-hmm. and so it was on um, Cooper yeah I actually was one of the church ladies in that production and it was so neat. It, it's been many many years ago but um, it was an association with getting that statue um, erected and truthfully I really wanted uh, to contact um, uh, Mike McCarthy to see if he would join us but I was figuring that our other hosts that didn't show up the bone jangler um, might kind of be a little bit too much. And I'm really kind of regretting that I didn't bring Mike McCarthy in. Cause Aww. he is a, we make it. Of... An... We oh, can he's... make another show. Oh, yeah, He is a wealth of information about Savad and about everything to do with like horror hosts. Um, he or just actually...
2: Memphis too, in general, Memphis just, a in general. Whole... Oh, just Memphis God. history and saving when he was trying to save the mid South call, you know, just, those places that are like,
0: yes, yes, we've yes, yes. all
2: been to and grew up going to, absolutely.
0: I want to cry every time I think about the Memphis, uh, the Coliseum, the Mid South Coliseum. Yeah, there was a group here called the Mid South Col- uh, Coliseum Coalition that was designed for trying to get the. And in, a, in a case you're not familiar, the Mid-South Coliseum was the go-to venue for events, specifically for concerts in the 1980s. If you were oh, a huge... way back when. Oh, my gosh. If you were a band, you stopped at Memphis. Every major act stopped at Memphis, and they played at the Coliseum. Yes. I cannot tell you how many bands I saw.
2: Elvis is played at the Coliseum. My parents saw Elvis at the Coliseum. My yes.
0: mother saw Elvis at his last concert at the Coliseum. That's my and parents I... were there. Oh <laughs> they my were gosh, sitting together. <laughs> and, and now, when you think about the condition of the Coliseum and just it's how just run sad down it is, it's, it's sad. sad, it really, it's, really is.
2: It's really sad. They should never have let that go. They shouldn't have because it, it's still it was still a wonderful place. I mean, just as a kid, you yes. go, you would go to the circus there. I mean, that's where oh, yeah. all the events would come through town. So yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. My
0: heart is bleeding a little bit at this oh, point. Oh, I'm but- so Aww. sorry. I didn't- but if you I have know. been in it since then, you would realize how bad of shape it is. I'm in, sure. And it's really, really sad, but um, I wanted to go ahead. I have a picture of Voloptua, Oh, so yes. This is, Cool. This is Gloria Ooh. Paul as Galopshua. And she was basically the vampira for um love stories. And she got ripped off the air really quick. Now yeah. we had oh. another horror host on our show a couple of months back. Um and I d I don't think we can let the evening go by without mentioning Dr. Ghoul. Oh yeah, it's delightful. Yes. that's, really that's delightful. another Memphis so another, personality. Yes. He is another well known icon, icon. My youngest child was absolutely in love with him, and it was so funny. Um, she went to her third grade, her she started a third grade class, and they were wanting to know what you do over the summer. And she drew her a picture of Shotzi <laughs> and so sent cool. it to them, and they so they like sweet. showed it on the on the uh, 10 o'clock or, or on their show on know, the show I so oh. bet oh. it made her
2: like month right there she was like mom look check me out here yeah, I am um, not only did
0: they, okay so not only did they recognize it but they sent her a care package afterwards that had like um, some items okay, oh I know it had like cut, cut. Uh, items that were worn on set it had buttons and t-shirts she still sleeps in a t-shirt it <laughs> That's is so, so good. freaking cute that you almost adorable. want to take it away from
2: her and frame it. So she'll have it in her later <laughs> oh, year. There's I chocolate
0: wish. on it. There's chocolate on it. There's all kinds of mess on <laughs> it. I'm like, you can keep this forever. But just please know where this <laughs> uh, came from. Hell, that's um, that's oh, really Hey, special. guys, I really hate to say this. That's we're cool. at the top of the hour. Uh-oh. Time, <gasps> Time flies yeah. when we're having fun. Yeah. It did. Oh, my God. This went by so fast. I was not she expecting fast. it to go anywhere near as fast as it did okay so sawyer one more quick question Mm -hmm. if elvira is the queen of halloween you will be the queen of what oh
4: the queen of what so okay um we're all thinking boobs but go ahead oh well i mean Mm. hey um but no so Halloween is definitely like Halloween horror definitely up there on my thing. But so a, a thing that is also near and dear to my heart is Christmas because me and my husband got married on Christmas Eve. Oh, um, my oh, wow. husband's my husband's goal is to eventually become a Santa. And like, I was <gasps> like, I, I will totally be your Mrs. Claus. We will own that. We will own that. Oh. love oh, it. Oh, that holiday all day long with my oh. with my santa
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> says legend has it something okay oh, wait. it went by fast legend has it elvis has books on the occult in his li- library elvis presley arch magus
3: <laughs>
2: versus rock <laughs> I don't. I'm lost <laughs> in this. I think Elvis was a very religious person, from what I gather, and all the people who are around him. So mm. I don't know how true cool mm. that is.
0: So someone, sometime in the near future, when we are doing a um, episode that really leans towards Elvis, I probably need to share this story. But my aunt uh, went on a date with Elvis that she didn't. Oh, realize right. A, she didn't realize it was a date. <laughs> oh. What did she She, think it was going to be? She thought it was dinner with friends. And next thing you know, she's on a date with Elvis.
2: Well, that's a nice surprise. I hate it when I was supposed to go on dinner with friends and end up on a date with Elvis.
0: But to quote, she said he was weird. And she did marry a a nice man. And um, yeah, they're still married to this day. Um, It it probably
2: depends on when she probably dated him. Like, yeah, Mm. pre-drug, you know. Like, there's probably some gray areas in his life where he was probably not of sound mind. So,
0: oh, I would definitely think so. I would definitely absolutely for sure. So, I want to go ahead and throw this up here. We. We actually have some upcoming shows and we're going to advertise for our upcoming shows early because we usually just kind of spring these on people at the absolute very last minute, ourselves included. So on the 13th, we have love stinks. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be our Valentine's day, Galentine's day episode. So if you have a story about a sucky Valentine's day, you can share it here. Um, This is one that's going to hit very close to a lot of us. My name is Talkie Tina. Evidently, we. I know, you know. know. (laughs) That name is so funny. I've never heard of a doll called Talkie
2: Talkie Tina, but that is fine. She's on the Twilight
0: Zone. My name is Talkie Tina, and I don't (laughs) like you hi my name name is talky tina and i think i'm going to kill you um yeah okay so you have to go watch it but talky tina is going to be our episode about creepy dolls and i think not only do we have creepy dolls but we have some people that might be some experts on creepy dolls so. so many
3: creepy dolls (laughs) <laughs> so we're, so we're gonna yeah, go on so like we're
2: going on a shopping spree before then we're gonna be like okay hang on it's a
0: challenge how I'm many creepy say dolls this. can we bring in for this show everybody thinks of annabelle but not everybody thinks mm. that there is a doll in my house that's wrapped up and boxed up and put away so nobody can see it <laughs> and oh. that's a true story i have a, <laughs> i have a doll in my house that i was begged to buy and we bought the doll and now i understand why Okay, it blinks then, by itself, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it no. <laughs> and so, oh, okay, so on And that's on February the 27th. And on March the 13th, we're going to do When in Doubt, Wear Black. And this is going to be our show all about goth styling. Yeah. And then we do have on the 27th, Dark scare- Staircases and Haunted People Living and Working in Haunted Houses. We have a lot of people that have... Haunted um, basically have lived in a haunted house, have worked in a haunted place, and I'm thinking that's gonna be a whole lot of fun.
2: Yes, that one will be good.
0: I, I can't wait gonna... for that one. Probably not as fun Say as Talkie Tina. T- <laughs> Tina. Mm. My name is Talkie Tina and I'm going to kill you. Oh my goodness. I can't that's You've great. never seen that episode. I'm gonna
3: watch it. I will I'm watch it. I'm gonna have it. to look she that up, she up she for sure. Any,
0: okay so there's a couple of twilight zone episodes anything with marlena that is the Catwoman? i think there's a uh, there's two episodes of marlena um one at a at a uh, uh, um at a i'm drawing a blank one at our, um, circus <laughs> and then one um somewhere else i can't remember what it is but she is fabulous but talkie tina is pretty much hands down everybody's favorite So watch it. You have to go watch it. Yay! Yay. That'll give our viewers something fun
2: to look forward to for the next. (laughs) Right. Our lineup.
0: Okay. So if you like what you saw and you would love to share with, you know, you can buy us a coffee, you can, you know, contribute to our program. Oh, 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 oh. And by the way, please notice my shirt. I love that Hold shirt.
3: on, you need to explain up. Nice. I like
0: it. Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. This came from... <laughs> Everybody needs a Hollywood hang- Chainsaw Hookers shirt, don't they? Really? This came from CottonCoffin.com. And if you use our, uh, our, uh, our little logo, our little promo code, which I'll link below, you can get 10% off. So, yeah, please support our program through buying products because you never know what you'll find there. But I'll link it below so you can find it. And until next time, Pleasant Screams. (laughs) Night loves. Bye.